On today's episode of Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling, we have our NXT Vengeance Day beer ratings. It was a slightly and eh, now we'll just call it an average show, especially on uh, if you're if you're putting it on all time takeover rankings. Probably just an average show that had some old school takeover vibes, in my opinion. But we'll talk about that, especially when we talk about the first match. Uh, not a whole lot of news this week, but there is some Jerry Lawler. We'll get to that. SummerSlam news, Usos news, WrestleMania news. I guess that's actually a lot of news con- considering we didn't have any last week. But uh, the last thing is the weekly recap, which SmackDown and Raw, it's it's WrestleMania season. So SmackDown and Raw are building towards Elimination Chamber while also attempting to build towards WrestleMania. But most of this week was build towards Elimination Chamber. Uh, NXT had the fallout from Vengeance Day, which we'll talk about first. And Dynamite was, I mean, not an incredible amount of storyline advancement for anything outside of the main event. But my God, there were some good matches on Dynamite this week. Yeah. Holy sure. shit. Um, but yeah, that's what we'll be talking about this week. As always, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DDT WrestlePod. Joe, you ready to go? Yep. Oh, let's go. Welcome into episode 92 of the Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling. I am Dylan. I'm joined by Joe. And Joe, where would you like to start with news for the week? We have a few things to talk about for news. Before we get into NXT Vengeance Day beer ratings, what would you like to talk about? I guess it's the reason for the season, WrestleMania. Okay. You had some rumors for that. So I saw a rumor between recording last week and recording this week obviously like it's it's thursday so and the show comes out on sunday so things things happen between recording editing and the show coming out you know we have lives and it's just us two i don't pay someone to edit this show so it comes out earlier i think this came out between recording last week so it might already be not a rumor anymore and it might already be like uh what it defrauded or defunct defunct yeah rock and austin Allegedly showing up at WrestleMania in non-wrestling capacities. We could talk about, let's see, are we buying it? Are we hyped for it? I could see Stone Cold definitely showing up. And yeah. And then also just like, uh, like how, how, you know, like what's, what's the show, what them going to look like or what's Um, their part on the show? So, I mean, WWE does it all the time at WrestleMania where people literally just come out just to wave and say hello, like what they did with Hulk Hogan at, at Rumble. So there's always that. But realistically, with those two, I see it more of a, you know, stomp, 
like put a foot up, put in, put a foot in someone's ass rather, not up someone's ass. Um, <laughs> well, I guess either one works. Boots to ass this time. Yeah. Like, so with that, probably night one and night two separated. Um, Rock is an obvious one. Right. He comes to acknowledge the tribal chief. So you don't think they would be to, they would come out together a la WrestleMania 30 when it was like Rock, Hogan, and Austin? No, Rock doesn't return as a heel. No, it wouldn't be like a heelish fashion. It would be like you remember the WrestleMania 30? Have you, like the yeah, WrestleMania he, wa- 30 he walks intro? out with him, but that was when he was a mega face. Yeah, that's different. I don't. I don't think. I. I think they could do like a Rock Austin, like just sharing the ring and. Oh, okay. I thought you were together. talking. Sorry, I thought you were talking about Rock and, and Reigns. Oh no, sorry. Yeah, sorry. no, I could see that. That's probably my most likely uh, how this is going down is uh, similar to Mania 30, where they just come out, cut a promo to start one of the nights, and we're off and running. It's WrestleMania. No, I, if if Rock is here, it's to either support or talk shit on Roman, in my opinion. Do you think maybe... I'm, I'm interested just based off of what you just said. Do you think maybe... That so obviously you remember um, Mania 27 when it was Miz and Cena that main evented The Rock uh, was I don't know the, oh he was the host he was the host of WrestleMania 27 you know one of mm-hmm. the greatest WrestleManias of all time as we all know <laughs> um, and then I think that it was the next night on Raw The Rock or Cena one of them challenged the other one to a WrestleMania match the following year do you think that's maybe something we could be looking at with Rock and Reigns? I don't know, cause Rock is Rock is fifty right now. Yeah, I mean Goldberg's fifty, mid fifties. Sting, yeah, Sting's mid sixties. That's fair, but, <laughs> but but I mean, you're talking about Goldberg, who's just always been such an amazing wrestler. That's true. Yeah, I am talking you know, about not so not someone low level like what was his name, Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, I think that's his <laughs> name. I did. Did you see? There was something. Um, obviously, this is like a fake. Uh, it was it was a fake meme, or it was a meme. So obviously, it's it's making fun of it. But well, it was a real meme. It, it was like um, somebody saying like the <laughs> had a conspiracy theory of The Rock and Dwayne Johnson being t- being twins or two different people, <laughs> just like fucking with people. <laughs> <laughs> And it showed like two d- very different pictures of The Rock. Like one of them was just like The Rock um, was it was like him cutting a promo in WWE. So like he wasn't like flexing. And then there was like a picture of Dwayne Johnson, I think. And he was uh, just flexing and it looked like super jacked rock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. Just like make them look slightly different. It was very funny. Um yeah, I'd be, I'd be very excited just to see them. Obviously, we saw Austin last year yeah, uh, in, a in, in a wrestling capacity against Kevin Owens. And then also, I think on night two, it was after the, uh, what was it? It was the uh, McAfee theory match. Yeah. Where Vince McMahon, like we we had another match with Vince McMahon versus McAfee. <laughs> that was stupid. That was really bad. And then also the best uh, sell of a Stone Cold Stunner ever by Vince McMahon. Oh, yeah. He's and the worst. You know, one Vince ever McMahon by is 73 <laughs> <laughs> and he's yeah. still strapping up hey, the boots. You're telling me you don't think The Rock can do it next year? <laughs> Come on, man. Um, 
some other things. I'll do a quick one here. SummerSlam will be at Ford Field in Detroit this year, August 5th. Uh, so I won't be going to SummerSlam this year. We are. Are we still, Joe? We're still going to try to go to WrestleMania 40, right? I don't see why not. It's in but, Philly. We're both East Coast boys and yeah. Mid-Atlantic boys now. The, well, not uh, yet for me, but like I will be moving back to Maryland in a few weeks. But Yeah, and you're, you're going to be closer to Philly than me. Exactly. Um, yeah, so I, I still am down. Where it becomes complicated, is that like, because Dewey, when Dewey texted me and he's like, "Hey, what are you doing in April of next year?" I was like, "Well, going to WrestleMania with the boys," and he's like, "Well, okay, but what about the end?" And I was, like, um, yeah, I mean, I'm going to be going. I'm I'm going yeah. to be. I'm going to be. Well, we both are actually. I heard are going to be in Dewey's wedding. Yeah. Uh, which I mean, doesn't come as a surprise to me at all with just the history there but i don't i i have a feeling dewey is going to be out on wrestlemania 40 our other yeah. good friend adam who we doesn't love us anymore he he, he yeah i mean i also the, the phone works both ways so yeah. i'm also at fault <laughs> but i don't think and also adam lives on the west coast so i don't think adam is going to make it to mania 40 so we're looking at you and me and then if we if if we want to pay for a third seat for the ghost of Chad, but that would be very expensive for a ghost. <laughs> he'll be, he'll be stationary at that time. I'll say, hopefully he will be. You're sure about that. I'm, I'm going to give it an 85%. I like that. Uh, if, yeah. If, if all three of the drunk dudes can make it to WrestleMania 40, God, that'd be fucking awesome. Recording in person, just in the hotel room. <laughs> few nights before for the prediction show get a little drunk get super drunk and then Hot hotel room gets a little hot record start, record start directly coming after off. oh dude man that sounds like a great time <laughs> where, where where did that stem off oh summer slam in detroit <laughs> <laughs> all right all right let's rein it in <laughs> i've been drinking for a little bit i've been drinking for a little bit it's it's cool uh, two more pieces of news. I'll go with the less um, life impacting one, I guess. The Usos can't allege allegedly the Usos cannot go to Canada, which is very impactful to Elimination Chamber, especially with what I talked. I think I talked about last week uh, when we were talking about the Rumble and the fallout from that. But I had been thinking it would be Jay Uso coming back at Elimination Chamber, and I always thought like. It would be great if they kept Jay off of television until Elimination Chamber, and that's when he turned on Sammy, and it sets up the Sammy and Kevin versus the Usos tag title match at Mania because they're not going to do Sammy versus Roman at Mania. Right. I don't think we're, we're, we we we'll get to it later, but Roman's definitely not pulling double duty at Mania. Mm -hmm. So that was what I thought and what I hoped would happen. Like if I was fantasy booking it, that that'd be the best way to do it. Uh, but with the Usos not being able to make it into Canada, allegedly saying that for legal purposes, which I think it's due to the D the the DUIs, yeah, for Jimmy. So I don't really know why Jay can't make it. That one doesn't really make sense. Yeah, because I think it's only Jimmy that's that's gotten the DUIs. 
Yeah, so, I think. Jay yeah, is, I, I think you're. I think you're getting worried about something you might not have to be worried about. Yeah, I mean, you know, you, you read things on Twitter and you want to believe them, or, or in this case, you don't want to believe them. And I guess now I'm just trying to figure out how it could be wrong, and hoping that that person who said that is very much incorrect. But there were people in the comment section of that tweet that were like, "Yeah, they haven't been to any WWE show in Canada since." I don't know, this many years ago. So, and it's always like they both didn't go. But this one, the story is so important and you almost don't, like you can almost set it up in a way and uh, I mean, we can get to this later but I'll, I'll speak on it now but you can almost set it up in a way where Reigns says I can take Sammy on my own and he tells Jimmy and Solo you know, don't show up to Elimination Chamber, stay home, I got this. And he brings Paul just by himself, and it's just Roman and Sammy the whole time. Then, at the end of the match, Jay comes out. You know, ref bump, Jay, There, it's the three of them standing in the middle of the ring, and then Jay, you know, looks at Roman, looks at Sammy, looks at Roman again. He gets a scowl on his face, and then he super kicks Sammy or something like that. That'd be excellent. All right, so it looks like John, who I think is Jimmy, uh, has three DUIs and a uh, and an arrest for disorderly conduct and obstruction of justice, all all related to vehicles. And then Jim uh, Jay has w- only one, but it was from 2018. A DUI? Um, yeah, Jimmy's is the most recent at July of 2001. 2021 or 2001? 2021. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I don't know if Jimmy could drive in 2001. I don't know. There's no way of knowing. I honestly, I don't remember how old they are. I would say late 30s at this point. Probably old enough. Oh, definitely. I'm going to go ahead and say they're 37. That's my guess. Are you looking at, can you look it up? I'm going to say 38. All right. Uh, Let's see. Yeah, 37. Fuck you. Were you already looking at the page? <laughs> yeah. Well, I was looking up I was looking at the Wikipedia to see uh how many DUIs they had. Okay. Jimmy has three, Jay has one. Damn, that was dumb of me. I should have known you were already looking at the <laughs> Wikipedia page. Uh okay. Last thing before we get into NXT. Um Jerry Lawler. R.I.P. No. Recover in peace. Yep, okay. <laughs> Jerry Lawler had a stroke this week. Uh, he's expected to make a full recovery, so that's good. We don't wish any anything bad for people. Uh, I know we have in the past with Jerry Lawler. Those were all they, obviously they're all jokes with Jerry Lawler. He's obviously making jokes. I think in the retro timeline, when it comes to his, uh, I don't know, misogynistic, homophobic, sometimes racist. racist comments. So we've said some things about him in the past. Uh, he definitely, you know, all of his jokes he makes now are so bad, uh, just because they're just so corny now. Yeah. Uh, so uh, it's, it's just, uh, thank, thankfully he's making a full recovery. I'm happy, happy for that. I don't, I don't actually want Jerry Lawler to die. And, and that's just me saying that in case I've ever said it in the past. Yeah. So JR, JR came out and said he spoke to him, you know, he's slow, but he's, he's recovering. So I, I honestly think like when you get to the point where where it's like your third stroke, it's it's basically like having a cold. 
Do you really think so? Yeah, it, you know. I did see some tweets where like he was like FaceTiming people like I think a few hours after it. I might be wrong there, but like you might be right. <laughs> it's just like, oh yeah, just another stroke. I'll be fine. Oh uh, yeah, my brain was just, you know, just de- not deprived of oxygen for a couple seconds. <laughs> I'm fine. He pr- I mean, he's going to be fine, thankfully. I don't really want to talk more about this because I feel like <laughs> he would just make more jokes and it would it would sound really bad. But, you know, these are all jokes. They're definitely all jokes. We definitely don't hate Jerry Lawler and for the things he says in the past. People can change, Joe. We can't hate on people and try to cancel people for what they said in the past, especially if they've changed for the better. You know, that's not what growth is about. Maybe. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> let's get into NXT Vengeance Day. Premium live event from last weekend. I thought this was, if, if you're putting this against all other NXT takeovers or premium live events in the past, this is an average show. That's and fair. That's mostly because of takeover history. The golden era of yeah. the black and gold. Yeah. Uh, the black and golden era. They were live from nice. Charlotte, North Carolina. Finally, the first time outside of the CWC and I can't remember how long, but it, it, it since BC, since before COVID, which is insane. It's been that long. But um, I really enjoyed the crowd on the night. The crowd made the show them like so much better than it should have been, I think. Yeah, that's fair. However, there weren't any really there weren't really any good signs. No, I had three signs that I wrote down just because I was worried that you were gonna accuse me of not watching if I didn't have signs. <laughs> What were those? <laughs> I had one that said, thank you, HPK, and one that said, thank you, Triple H. Okay, what was the third one? Oh, it said New Day rocks. <laughs> I, 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 those I are also, so generic. I also you, wrote you them down. You say that those are at any pay-per-view. <laughs> I, I also wrote them down because I wanted to point out the fact, and this is more why I wrote them down, uh, point out the fact that Charlotte, North Carolina was so bad at signs that those were their three best because those were the only three. Well, <laughs> yes, but I would like to say to Charlotte, North Carolina, just thank you for having signs at all because the CWC doesn't have signs. They don't ever have signs. That's true. It was just so refreshing to have an event, an NXT event outside of the CWC because I, I cannot fucking stand the CWC. Because they have such bad fans. They're terrible. They're terrible fans. The worst. But getting into it, the reason why this show was I, I think I think the crowd though I, I I think the crowd was a saving grace for this show being average and not below average. Because uh in the this this first match that we're gonna talk about here, Wesley versus Dijack for the North American championship is, I mean, it, it's a prime example. The crowd was electric for this match. And this match, this match got me hyped for the night. Now, what I didn't know was that my internet was going to go down four times during the show and I would have to finish the, I would have to finish the show uh, days later because my internet sucks. <laughs> but, I did get to watch this. I I got to watch everything up to the middle. I I got halfway through the four-way tag title before I was like, I can't fucking do this anymore. Yeah. 
Um, but this first match, the crowd elevated this match so much. It, it that's what made it very. It made it a very good match. Wesley versus Dijak. Yeah, and it and and it's fair to say like those are two very good wrestlers. Absolutely, I did have a take. Um, was it a good take or a bad take? I don't know. You're gonna be the judge. Um, I well maybe not a take, but just like a something something to talk about here because I've talked about it in the past. I was like, why is Vic Joseph not on Raw and why is Kevin Patrick not on NXT? There's clearly one that's better than the other. Yeah. Vic Joseph is better than Kevin Patrick. Okay. But once McAfee is back, because McAfee is still not back for some fucking reason, even though he was at the Rumble. Uh, it turns out it's for the Super Bowl, but that's beside the point. Once McAfee's back, we have to assume that Wade Barrett's going to go back to NXT, correct? Or s- step between those ropes. I highly doubt that. But yeah, I would assume he's going to go back to NXT. So... I I think I know why Vic Joseph is on NXT and I have a problem with it because I think it would be awesome if Kevin Patrick and Wade Barrett were both the commentators for NXT <laughs> and it was just accent after accent after accent listening to the entire show and a bunch of people online complaining about like I just think of like a bunch of hick wrestling fans watching NXT you know what? if, if no. they're like if they're wrestling like, fans are so educated. Yeah, exactly. I just I just imagine wrestling like hick wrestling fans watching NXT and being like, I can't fucking understand anything these guys are saying. Like, yes, <laughs> and you it, can. <laughs> and it being it being Kevin Patrick and Wade Barrett, which is why I want it to happen so bad. <laughs> okay. I want it to happen so bad. I think that that announced team would be so bad together that it would be great. I yeah. guess is my take. I'm uh I'm ready for for Booker to go away. I oh dude, so like, ready. Booker Booker T is not good at all. He says just the most ridiculous shit. He doesn't make any sense. I still and don't understand horny. like Ducky Ducky Quack Quack. Like oh Shucky Ducky Quack Quack. Shucky that's like ducky, uh, yeah. That's like the thing that he likes the most on the night. I, I don't fucking know. It, it's dumb, is what it yeah. is. He's dumb. Whoa. Nah, he's good. The Hall of Famer you're talking about, Joe. Two-time. That's true. That's a two-time Hall of Famer. There's not many of those. I'm trying to think of who they are. Uh, Him and Flair. I feel like there have been more in the last... No, I feel like there have been more in the last couple of years. That might be it. No. Shawn Michaels is not in on it by himself yet, right? No, he is. Okay, Okay. so Shawn Michaels with Um, DX. Is Evolution? Because then Triple H would be. I don't think Evolution's in it yet because Batista is not in it at all. And Randy Orton's not in it at all. Oh, that's fair. Okay. Eight wrestlers have been inducted. I knew. Yeah. And some most of them are recent. Shit. I clicked on the Wikipedia link and here we go. Eight wrestlers have been inducted twice individually and part of a tag team slash group. Ric Flair, Shawn Michaels, Booker T, Bret Hart, I guess by himself and with the Hart Foundation. But I don't remember them. Um, Hogan, Hall, and Nash makes sense, and then X Pac as DX and NWO. Yeah, I feel like it, there's no three time, right? No. What Bret Hart's Hart Foundation and himself? I think so. It didn't say it was just a list. Okay. 
I mean, that would be the only thing that makes sense. I'm trying to think of who could be a three time, and it's probably just Triple H for because yeah. D- DX is already in, so he's already a one time. He's definitely going to be one by himself. And you're telling me Evolution won't go? Oh in the yeah, fame? yeah, that's fair. So Batista and Orton are. Oh, and then Flair that would make Flair a three timer if he was in. He's in Evolution. For, oh, Evolution. Yeah, I I can't think of anyone else though. I think um, Reigns and Rollins would be two timers. Shield, Bloodline, and oh, the Bloodline. Yeah, I'm thinking Shield, Bloodline, and by by themselves. Well, Rollins wouldn't be with the Bloodline. He would have no, to have another. I'm group. talking Reigns. I was just thinking more two timers. Okay. Um, Cena, no Taker, no. Cena's never really been well, unless they put Nexus in the Hall of Fame. He's he, no. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yes. Give me Nexus in the Hall of Fame now. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I can't think of. I got to put Punk in. Oh yeah, <laughs> they'll never do that. Um, yeah, I can't really think of anyone else that's like, like I would imagine that they would eventually do Mox once you know. Eventually, you know, well, time, d- time heals they all c- wounds. They could. uh this is great commentary or great talking about Wesley versus Dijak, by the way. Oh, yeah. Uh, then I'm just going to close it out and say Undertaker could go in for Brothers of Destruction, and then I'm done talking about this. But they don't do that. Like, they don't do just... They're, they were a tag team. Yes. They gave Shawn Michaels his last match in a handicap match. <laughs> That's Both true. Because and what a good he, he match was handicapped it was. <laughs> <laughs> and because he was fighting by himself. Okay. Okay. Let's get back to this match because that was that was uh that was a tangent. Um quite the tangent. I I have a lot of notes for this, but I mean m- most so most of this match was Dijak overpowering Wesley and then Lee was able to get Wesley has grown on me a lot. If you think yeah. about when Nash Carter got released because of his allegations um Wesley in the few weeks after when when Nash Carter got released just how Wesley was portrayed on NXT he would just show up backstage and like have a backstage interview or like challenge someone to a match and it would just be for like nothing like he was just there and he was putting on a try to establish himself you know exactly well now that he has like he has grown on me so much honestly I felt bad about that because he he it wasn't his fault. Mm-hmm. It was it was his buddy's crazy wife's fault. Um, yeah, I mean, like he paid. He <laughs> he ended up paying for something that was that had nothing yeah. to do with him at all. Yes. So I felt bad Built about by association that more, more than anything. But before that, we liked them. They had just had that oh, storyline yeah. with Matt Riddle that Chad hated. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> and uh, like, and uh, it ended up with them getting the tag team championships back. And that and was we, like, like, so I that- I was never. What's up? Wasn't that last year, like before Mania? Yeah, I mean, he was like leading up to Mania because it Riddle was an RK bro. Yeah, he was a champ. He they they were the tag team champs at the time. Fuck yeah, um, I remembered something. (laughs) (laughs) Even a blind squirrel gets a nut every once in a while. Gets to nut. Sorry, gets to nut. (laughs) Um, I thought it was even a blind squirrel finds a nut every once in a while. No, gets to nut. Uh, yeah, I think you're misremembering. I guess. Anyway, <laughs> um, no, <laughs> yeah. So at at that time, I I just felt bad because he didn't do anything wrong, 
And now he, he went from top tier tag division or tag team within the division to nothing. Right. But now, I mean, North American champion, he ended up winning here versus Dijak and it was an incredible match. The crowd, the, the thing that made it so good is the crowd just got so into it. And this match had such a old school takeover vibe with the false yeah. finishes and the crowd getting so into it that it was it was definitely like in my opinion in, in the uh top two for matches of this night. Yeah, it was electrifying. I think my favorite was still the tag team, the the uh men's tag team title match. Just and that that was just because of the chaos and Yeah, we like when things break down. Yeah. We love the breakdown. Love breaking it down. And picking her back up. Yeah. Um Stax and uh Tony Tony D's and his nuts, they end up coming out toward the end of this match and end up being the reason that Dijak loses here. So they I guess it was like uh it was like a distraction thing, and then Wesley was able to I think roll him up, right? Yeah. And Wes that's how Wesley won. So I don't think we saw anything falling out from that on uh Tuesday this week that I can remember. So we'll probably see that here soon. I would not be surprised if we either see a rematch at Stand and Deliver or a multi-man match that does or does not include a ladder at Stand and Deliver that includes Wesley. Yeah, I think and that'd Dijak. be good. It's it'll it'll be the new Intercontinental Championship for a WrestleMania weekend. You know. Yeah, and they they've done it a few times. Yeah, so. the first one ever. Yeah, Adam Cole, baby, baby. Uh, despite what I said with this match being amazing, this match did only get a beer and a quarter though. Yeah. That doesn't mean it was bad. That just means there was a lot of good wrestling in the match that for some reason, you know, there not a whole lot of chops, not a tag team match. It wasn't a tag, not a whole lot of time spent outside of the ring. Right. You know, just two counts. It was just a wrestling match. A couple chops, a couple uses the environment and that was it. Still a good match. Uh, and then the next match was the women's tag team title match. Caden Carter, Katana Chance versus Kiana James and Fallon Henley. Uh, Fallon I, forgot, Henley. I forgot her name. Um, there was one thing that I really noticed in this match that kind of bugged me was in the first, I don't know, like five minutes of the match, there was a lot of one counts. Yeah, there were. Uh, but the thing that that wasn't the thing that bugged me. The thing that bugged me was Vic Joseph calling them near falls. Yeah, well, Vic Joseph is a stupid idiot, despite the fact that we just talked him up. <laughs> I do want him to be on Raw just so I can get Kevin Patrick and Wade Barrett on the same commentary team. But that's beside the the point. Uh, I mean, not not a whole lot to talk about here other than the end of the match. I mean, Chance and Carter, their offense is in a wrestling ring is very good. It's like it's, it's fun to watch. It's a very fun to watch team. Yeah. And the result of this match ended up being though, them losing their tag team championships to Kiana James and Fallon Henley, which I'm trying to think. So we, we stop, we're, we're stopping making predictions, con predictions for uh, NXT and ring of honor. We're just doing AEW and WWE now. So we didn't make predictions for this, but I I had I couldn't help but think to myself like would I have would I have picked that 
because I think like for the night, like I would have picked probably like one or two title changes. I just don't know if that's one of the ones that I would have picked, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just not sure. But, um, the, the ending of the match where they were, where, uh, Carter and chance lost, I had to deal with Fallon Henley rolling up. I don't remember which one, but probably, I think it was, uh, Oh, it was Caden K- Carter. Kaden I did. Carter. I wrote it down. I did write it down. It was Caden Carter. And then Keanu James held the feet. Ref didn't yeah. see a little, uh, it was a result that they talked about on Tuesday and some people are pretty upset about it. Three really? out of four people in that match are upset about it. Yeah. Three out of four. Yeah. Fallon Henley was quite upset. Oh, wow. I, I think uh, that's, 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 that's what I saw on Tuesday. Maybe I was watching the wrong NXT. Maybe you were the only one watching NXT. I don't know. What? <laughs> NXT is hard for me to watch right now, honestly. It's so bad. It's I honestly... I, I don't it's think just... it's fair to say it's bad. It's just not what it used to be. It's not what it... Uh, yeah. Okay. You're you're right. It's not what it used to be. And it's uh, nine hours of wrestling in a, in a, in a work week. Yeah. To, to watch... And, and staying up till just... 10, man, that's way past bedtime. <laughs> Except it's not. I just go tired all the time because I watch so much goddamn wrestling. It's just nice <laughs> uh, sometimes to, to, to go, to sl- go to sleep at a decent time and show up to your place and feel refreshed. Yeah. But it's just not always the case. I, I, I've gone to just like, I don't give a shit about looking at social media for the night. I will literally just re- let it record and watch. Like I'll watch everything on a one day delay just because I can get home and I can finish an episode of raw in two hours. Now I will say the, the retros do throw a wrench into that. Even though I could watch it on the weekend. I never do. Cause I want to yes. take a fucking break, you know, I so usually then just I have- watch the retro Monday. Oh, that's fair. And then I watch everything on one a one day delay. That's fair. Yeah, SmackDown's easy to watch live unless you want to go out and do something on Friday, which coincidentally I will be doing. I really. also will be doing this week. Yeah. Look at us. Nice. Nailed <laughs> it. Uh all right. Next match was Apollo Cruz versus Carmelo Hayes. Two out of three falls. I had very high expectations for this match. It was pretty good. Yeah, but... it was a little boring though, wasn't it? A like little at bit the, at the beginning. At the beginning, it was boring, which a lot of two out of three falls matches start that way. Yeah, I. I it depends, like on how they want to book it. Like, do you, it, when do you want the falls to happen? Do you want the first fall to be this excellent match, and then the 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 next fall with possibly the, the third fall that didn't really happen here? There was a two zero victory here, which that was very surprising. Yeah, but. Um, it depends on when you want the falls to happen, you know, like, do you want like the first one or the first two to be quick and then have the third one, you know, have it be like an epic yeah. ending to the match. It, it kind of depends. And that, and that's how the match is going to go. So the, the, the thing that they chose here was, uh, first of all, a two Oh victory, which was incredible and something I did not expect. So no hats off to them for surprising me there. But yeah, the, the first fall, I think didn't come to like, I don't know, 15 minutes in. Yeah, it was it was a lot of like close calls, which you don't normally see for the first fall. Right. For the first two falls, even. Um, I personally was looking forward to this being the match of the night. I've already talked about what I thought was my match of the night. So I think also that I don't know, maybe it was because it was two to nothing 
and the surprise there and just kind of what took place at the end of the match. And the that, surprise wasn't exciting to us. Yeah, I don't know. So Mello, Mello won. I, I've already said it ended in two, two nothing. So if I said who won the first fall, you would already know. So Mello won. We get late in the second fall and Commander Aziz. I, I keep writing Aziz. Dabo Kato. Dabo Kato. Going back to his raw underground roots. He returned. And I worked in our raw underground into the conversation. Nice. Dude, hell yeah. Things we love so much. Yeah. And things that just had a lasting impact. <laughs> he he returned. It appeared to be on the side of Apollo Cruz. And I, I don't really remember like because he didn't he didn't cost Apollo the match. I think it was no, mostly it was more just, of just a distraction. Yeah. But like it was an unintentional distraction. Like he was there and Apollo was like, hey, what's up, man? You're back. That's awesome. And he, like he was just like you like using all of his attention towards saying what's up to Davocato. And that's how Carmelo Hayes won. Yeah. Either way, the right person won. And yeah, we the saw... right person won. Um, I guess we could talk more about that on Tuesday, but uh. Yeah, the right person would, but the way it happened was weird. Yeah, but I mean, the 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 reason why, well, maybe not the reason why, but like it was um, like the stamp of approval was put on the right person winning, like at the end of the night when Carmelo Hayes came out onto the ramp and basically stared down the winner of the main event. Yeah. And that's probably going to be our stand and deliver main event, which I am very much looking forward to Carmelo Hayes. Well, maybe not looking forward to the match itself, but looking forward to Carmelo Hayes being NXT champion because that is very long overdue. Just a new champion in general is very long overdue, too. (laughs) Yeah, Um, I don't think I said it for the last match, but that got one point seven five beers. And then this uh, Cruz versus Hayes match got three beers. Um. After the match, Davocato turned on Car- uh, Apollo Cruz, and uh, I don't know. I guess we're, we're still waiting, kind of, to see the fallout from that. I, I'm pretty sure. Did, did did he have a match on Tuesday? Davocato? He did. He did. But it what? It didn't have anything to do with Apollo. Like Apollo. Apollo wasn't there at all. I don't think. No. Like yes, I watched NXT, but do I really remember anything about it? No. <gasps> all right. NXT Tag Team Championships Fatal Four Way match, not a true Fatal Four Way match, must say. Um, New Day, Gallus, Chase U, and Pretty Deadly. This was my match of the night. I wanted Chase U to win, but as we all know, nobody wins in their hometown. So obviously, yep, Chase U did not win because Andre Chase is from Charlotte. Yeah, so, that's why they didn't win. I mean, yeah, the the match was incredible though. Like. There yeah. was there was your initial just like, you know, it, it was it was the fatal. It was the kind of fatal four way tag team match where there was just two people in the ring and any any team could tag in at any time. It was, like I said, not a true fatal four way. It was bullshit. But, you know, the initial part of the match, it was fine for what it was. But once the chaos ensued and like everything broke down, which is I think, like we said earlier, we we love we love breaking it down. We love when it breaks down. It that was that that was what started just what was incredible about this match was just yeah. everything that happened on the outside, the absolute madness that was like 
just each team getting its own shine inside or outside of the ring. It was it was just a very good match. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was definitely the most fun match to watch. Yeah. The only thing that I didn't find fun was Thea Hale. I don't like her. I'm done with Thea Hale. I'm done with Thea Hale. Can't stand her. She's annoying like her as shit. At all. She's so annoying. So annoying. All she does is scream at the top of her lungs at the side of the ring. And most of the shit she says just doesn't make any sense. Like she's just screaming at one of the other competitors that's going against Chase U. And yeah, she's just really fucking annoying. And honestly, she uh she got kidnapped on Tuesday or whatever, and that was kind of funny. So there I said it. Huh. Yeah. I, Let's I, go I pebble. Fucking, I fucking said it. Yeah, exactly. Um, <clears throat> biggest biggest surprise of the night, Gallus, which I would not have predicted. I probably would have just picked the new day to retain here. I don't know. I I I probably I probably would have picked Gallus. You think so? Like I wouldn't have picked Chase U. Like I would I would have between I I would I would have not picked Gallus for sure. So I would have been between New Day and Pretty Deadly, honestly. So, like I said, just what makes me smarter. Yeah, I guess that that was the thing that was most surprising to me was Gallus ended up winning and becoming the new NXT Tag Team Champions, which I can get happy about. Like you always need a good heel champion, and right now, like Roxanne is champion, Breakers champion. Um, well, well, asterisk. Maybe that changed. Well, just like what we're talking about right now. Oh, okay. Wesley is champion. You know. Yeah. So they're the heel champs. So yeah, you needed a heel champ. So it, it made sense, despite that being a big shocker. Like it was, like I said, a very good match, and it ended up being the highest rated match on the card. Three and a half beers. Yeah. And then we got into the penultimate match of the night: women's championship, Roxanne Perez versus Gigi Dolan versus J.C. Jane. Um, I mean, this was essentially a handicap match for most of the match. And then there were some things that happened where toxic attraction of apparent, like eventually just like turned on each other and started beating each other up just because like, I'm just trying to think of what I just, I said, just cause, cause they can. Yeah. Like one of them would pull the other one into harm's way essentially, or the other one would like punch or kick the other one inadvertently. And then eventually it just. You know, it broke down into a natural triple triple threat match. Um, it, it was it was good for what it was. Like, I think the uh, the coolest part of the match was probably JC Jane hitting like doing an homage to Mandy Rose, where she hit Mandy's running knee on I think uh, Roxanne. But really, like the end of the match was probably the most exciting part, where like. I don't remember who one of the toxic attraction girls grabbed a table out from under. Oh no, they both did. They grabbed, they both grabbed a table out from under the ring and they set it up. And then you had JC and Roxanne on the top turnbuckle that was closest to this table. Uh, Gigi tries to get involved. She gets punched and kicked and goes through this table on the outside. And Roxanne hits a super uh, pop rocks from the top rope. And that helps her retain the championship. I don't yeah. know who she's going to be facing at Stand and Deliver, but it's probably not going to be one of these two women. No. Which um, we'll get to on Tuesday. Yeah. Let's do that. Let's get to that on Tuesday. Okay. Uh, that's got two and a quarter beers. Brings us to the main event. Um, It was for the men's 
championship and it was Braun Breaker versus Grayson Waller. Also hype for this match, but eh, it was all right. Um, funniest part of this was Grayson Waller. Uh, he came out to the ring wearing like the the Scott Steiner like chainmail on his head. Which oh I yeah, it was pretty funny. <laughs> um, but this was this was uh, a match inside of the steel cage. Shawn Michaels booked it like I don't know, like a month ago or whenever after the uh, the ropes broke in their match like a month ago, whenever they had that. Um, the, my biggest problem here, actually, Joe, what's my, what was my biggest problem with this match? It could be won by escaping the ring, pinfall, or submission. No, Joe, it could not be won by escaping the cage. Oh. That was my biggest problem with this. Okay, uh, I I thought you were saying that uh, what's your biggest problem with cage matches in general? Oh, yes. Because okay, you only so, want cage matches yes. to be... Uh, the only way that you should ever be able to win a cage match is by escaping the cage. When you remove that entirely as a stipulation of the match, it becomes just a regular match because the only cool part about having a cage match is p- the potential to escape the cage and the drama that that can add when the only thing that they think is dramatic about a cage match is throwing someone into a chain link fence. Yeah. Well, I just, mean, that's, that's the difference between a hell in a cell and a cage match, you know? Yes, hell like I get hyped for Hell in a Cell matches, but I don't want their rules in my in a cage match. It's it's a different match altogether. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. There's a difference. There there needs to be a difference between Hell in a Cell and Cage as far as the rules go. And this essentially was just Hell in a Cell rules, but the the biggest thing for a cage match that you or the the biggest thing for a hell in a cell match that you can't do inside of a cage match is you can get outside of the ring and grab weapons from underneath the ring. You can't do that in a cage match. Yeah. Uh because if you escape the ring and grab weapons from underneath, you would you should just win the match because you yeah. escape the cage. I don't know. It's just so dumb. I don't know. But, so frustrating. Yeah, it very much is. I'm getting really sick of Braun Breaker also. Yeah, so I I always Braun Braun Breaker wins. Uh, let me say that. Like, so I always get upset when I watch a Braun Breaker match, and I'm like, oh fuck, why why did he win? Like, we're we're fucking tired of him. We want to get rid of him. And then yeah. you reminded me, like, I was upset until until you reminded me a couple minutes ago that while I like Grayson Waller and I'd be okay with him as champ, that's not what I'm excited. That's not what I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for Carmella Hayes to be champ. Exactly. So, so I I was once you you got that I calmed down you know I came off it a little bit, but yeah I'm tired of Brown Breaker I'm tired of him winning against good competitors that are like competitors that are honestly better than him. They pretty and much they, everyone he faces is it. better than him. That's the thing is, um, but yeah I I, I think uh, Carmelo Hayes most likely being the stand and deliver match here against Brown Breaker. I really hope they turn Breaker heel, but it would just be kind of weird if they're just going to move him up right away after Mania. The other thing that kind of upsets me is if Mello wins at Stand and Deliver, like he's going to be on NXT for longer and he needs to be on the main roster. That's fair. He is him. Him and Waller are the most ready. Yeah, that's fair. Bra- and Breaker, Waller, Waller already has feuds on the main roster. Yeah, like Breaker is not ready for the main roster. He's not that good. No, he's not. 
he's well new Goldberg. We yeah we we've been saying that for months. Yeah, that's essentially yeah exactly. I don't know. It's who knows where they're gonna go with it. I I I think the only thing we do know at this point is Carmelo Hayes versus Braun Breaker at Stand and Deliver because Carmelo Hayes came out after the match. Um, he stood on the ramp, basically stared down Braun Breaker while Breaker was on top of the cage, uh, holding the title up, celebrating. So that appears to be our next feud, but we shall wait and see if that's how the, that's the direction they go for stand and deliver. But like I said, we will see. Yeah. It's got two beers and, uh, NXT vengeance. Day got, uh, 13.75 beers. Pretty low on the beer ratings database. Very low. I don't know where. I, you know what? I promise to update it before next week's recording. Okay. Yeah, it's very low, but it, it'll never touch. Nothing will ever touch our lowest rank, ranking one. I don't think so. <laughs> it's it's got to be. It would be so hard to. Um, what what was that one? A cold. I think it was uh in your house. A cold day in hell. Yeah, something like that. I it remember was... talking about it like last time we we went over like the stats of the beer ratings database. Oh my yeah, god, it... it's it's just I don't remember anything about that show, but I can imagine it was horrendous. It, I, yeah, I don't think it was good. No, no, Pro- probably not a, a single good match. <laughs> no, um, I do. I like. I remember the thing I remember the most is like the main event. Like, oh yeah, the main event, highest rated match on the card, beer and a quarter. <laughs> maybe like beer and a half. I don't remember. <laughs> um, all right. That closes out NXT Vengeance Day. You want to get into the weekly recap? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Let's get into SmackDown then. I don't. <laughs> hey, Walter. <laughs> hey, bud. I don't have a whole lot to talk about with SmackDown. Just I really have like, I have like three things, three storylines here. And one of them <laughs> wasn't even wrestling related i guess um yeah you want to start with the obvious yeah the mysterios and judgment day at a nascar race (laughs) (laughs) Um, i was gonna say sonia deville got a chance at the championship oh okay (laughs) we could go with that i didn't have that in my notes um she i think she lost uh yes she was not the champ (laughs) okay charlotte flair beats sonia deville shocker (laughs) Um, no, if you want to start with the obvious, the real obvious, uh, Roman Reigns, the bloodline storyline with Sami Zayn, Roman Reigns comes out, cuts his promo. Um, and he's like, what do you guys want to talk about? A la Cody Rhodes. Yeah. Yeah. That was, I didn't put that parallel together until Monday, but yes, that is kind of what it seemed like. And the crowd's chanting Sammy. So he talks about Sammy. And uh, we're basically, we we set up this, uh, the and, and further kind of this rivalry going into Elimination Chamber because uh, Roman versus Sammy is now official for Elimination Chamber. But Roman, Roman was kind of like uh, talking to the crowd being like, why don't, like, he's like, I should be out here talking about my WrestleMania opponent, Cody Rhodes. But he's like, if you guys want to talk about Sammy, we can talk about Sammy. Goes on to talk about it a little bit. And it's just him out there. I'm pretty sure. I don't think Paul was out there. And Sammy comes down out of nowhere 
and sneak attacks Roman Reigns to just kind of further that. Uh, Jay Uso didn't show up, which is good. I I think Jay should not show up until Elimination Chamber, um, depending on his ability to be in Canada. But we will see. Yeah. Uh, yeah so uh, and then sammy comes out he you know he says some some pretty cool stuff um also the the sammy and roman match is for both titles that's true yeah so um so the only other thing i i want to bring up just to get your like let's say five second reaction braun Strowman and ricochet are the number one contenders for the smackdown titles my five-second reaction is, holy shit, I can't believe this is for both tag titles. I'll give a one-second reaction. Boo. Love Ricochet. Fuck Braun Strowman. Why make Imperium lose? That's my full five. <sighs> Heel-face dynamic is the only thing I can think of. Yeah. Um, The thing is, so now we have this match tomorrow on SmackDown where it's the Usos versus Strowman and Ricochet. For the undisputed tag team championships. Mm-hmm. So I'm less likely to think that Strowman and Ricochet would win. Unless Jay doesn't show up. Unless Jay doesn't show up. I honestly hope that that's what they do. But then that would kind of that would make me cheer for Jimmy the whole match. So they're kind of screwing that up in a heel face dynamic there. Unless they want to turn Strowman and Ricochet heel. But I don't see them wanting to do that at all. No, nah, Ricochet's never going to be a heel. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. The uh, it's just kind of a weird thing that they've booked themselves into. Mm-hmm. Like, it would be really cool if Jay doesn't show up and Jimmy still wins, but I yeah. just don't see it happening. Or like they've already like I guess the only thing that they could do with that is you know Paul's going to be like oh. Or not Paul. Uh Jimmy's gonna be like, Oh, you've let us you've let someone fill in for for me before. Now now like let me fill let let solo fill in for, for Jay. Yeah, I could see that happening. Um Yeah, I guess that's the only way that I could see it happening with Jay still not showing up. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. The the thing is is if they're gonna do Sammy and Kevin versus the Usos at Mania, like it should be for the undisputed tag titles. Yeah. Um. So somehow on SmackDown tomorrow, they have to book it in a way where the Usos are still the tag champions tomorrow. So I don't yeah. know. I, I, we'll have to wait and see. By the time the show comes out, we're already going to know. But and, and we'll talk about it next week. But I, I don't know what they're going to yeah. do. I'll definitely be tuning in on a one day delay. Oh, yeah. I will be tuning in on Saturday night for sure. Sweet. I don't have anything else for SmackDown though. Like the only things I had was the tag team situation, Roman and Sammy, and the the NASCAR stuff. <laughs> if you haven't seen the NASCAR thing with the Mysterios and Judgment Day, go watch it because it's it's objectively hilarious. And I, I don't really know how else to describe it other than it's just ridiculous. Yeah. Um You want to talk about the best show of the week? Rampage? Raw? Oh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I don't want to talk about Rampage because I didn't watch it. Dude, Brian Pillman Jr. is back. I'm just uh, I didn't just know go. he was gone. Well, he just, just hasn't been figured. on. He hasn't been on either of the main shows. 
he might have been on the CND show, but he hasn't been on the A, A and B show in a while. Really? I don't think so. I haven't seen him. Well, I don't watch Rampage, so he yeah, hasn't been on Dynamite in forever. That yeah, I mean that's he was he hasn't been on the A show. I can't talk for Dynamite or for Rampage except from like I do look at the results uh-huh. most of the time. I don't even do that. Like right, when people yeah. say what happened on Rampage, I'm just like, yep, all right, sure. I don't even look at what happened on Rampage. <laughs> all right, so let's get back into the actual, the actual content. Let's start off with an amazing performance by Angelo Dawkins. Like incredible. Well, do we want to start there? Or do we want to start at the beginning of the show where we had an elimination chamber match? So oh. I want to start. I want to start with elimination chamber, Joe. Okay. Because that can set up talking about more like like filling out the United States Championship Elimination Chamber match. But yeah. this show is coming together and looking like it's going to be fucking awesome. Dude, I just want to say that I appreciate and I appreciate the the fact that Edge can't control himself from touching Beth's butt. Though that was hilarious to see that online. It, yeah, but it was it was like 2 weeks in a row just grabbing ass. He's just he's just playing grab ass out there. Which I don't really know what I, else to which, say. Which I respect. I can respect the shit out of that. But Elimination Chamber as of right now. So you have the United States Championship Elimination Chamber match, the Women's Championship number one contender Elimination Chamber match to face Bianca at Mania. Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar got announced on Monday. Mm-hmm. Edge and Beth Phoenix versus Finn and Rhea got announced on Monday. And then you have Roman versus Sammy. This show is going to be incredible. Mm -hmm. Like, holy shit, man. I mean, the beginning of the show, they announced the the mixed tag match. Uh, uh, We talked about last week, like, what are they going to do with Beth Phoenix at WrestleMania? Like, uh, it it made the most sense before the Royal Rumble to do this mixed tag match at WrestleMania, but then Rhea won. So now they're doing an elimination chamber. And it just makes a lot of sense. Sure, like you don't have like your biggest stars at WrestleMania, but they could still figure out a way to do that. But they're just doing the match in Elimination Chamber. Yeah. So so here's the thing that I I was like initially excited, and then I realized that that means Edge and Beth are going to lose right mm-hmm. off the bat. They're not going to have their number one contender lose a month before. Oh yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Unless Charlotte costs her the match. That's the only way they could do it, but, but I, I don't, don't see, see that happening. It's, it's a separate feud altogether. Yeah, it, that would that wouldn't make sense at all. I guess unless like for some reason they're gonna make it a triple threat match with Beth in the match, but that wouldn't make sense at all. See, the I story. think that'd be good. I honestly, but for the story, it doesn't make sense because like you you have this already written story of Charlotte beating Rhea at Mania 36 at the silent WrestleMania and Rhea wanting to get one back on her yeah so So, like it should be one-on-one i agree now i don't like charlotte flair uh so here's here's how i want to see it beth and Rhea have this match and then beth is like you know what i'm taking it to smackdown i'm challenging charlotte for the smackdown women's championship wins it and then they still have their main Rhea and beth still have their singles mania match yeah that could be but that's just because i do like beth phoenix and i don't like charlotte flair I mean, yeah. Who who does like Charlotte Flair? Because I don't think I don't think Charlotte Flair likes Charlotte Flair. The only person I know that likes Charlotte Flair 
It's Andrade. It is Andrade. Maybe Rick. Probably not. He tried to die to get away from her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish these were just jokes. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know it's not a joke though. Is that that beer? This beer I'm about to drink. I haven't watched that Ric Flair documentary yet. Neither have I. Uh, what is it on? I, Peacock? Uh, I think so. I probably will. I will consider it. I'll probably watch it eventually. <laughs> um, so we could talk more about the Elimination Chamber stuff because that's kind of what dominated the show. Um, Brock and Bobby are having their contract signing next week. That match got announced for Elimination Chamber with Brock Lesnar probably having the promo line of the year, in my opinion, to this point. The, the, I, I thought it was the biggest heel move he could have he could have done. Are we talking about the same thing? Yeah, I think so. How How is it a heel move then? Brock Lesnar comes out to the middle of the stage in front of a, best, a bunch of wrestling fans and says, oh, I can last four to five hours. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and we're yes. over here lucky if we, if we got two strokes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But everyone cheered him and everyone laughed. Because <laughs> they don't know they're being made fun of. Oh, I guess that's fair. I guess, yeah, me, I mean, an intellectual. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm the same way. I guess I or not 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 you. I guess I'm also just really fucking dumb because I laughed at it. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> For those that don't know, um, he was talking about how everything he did it didn't it didn't matter what he did, but he was always thinking about Bobby. So he that's why he wants this match. He wants he wants to do Brock Bobby three. And then like he goes on, he's naming all these things that he's doing. And he's like, I'm thinking of Bobby Lashley. And he's like, I lay down with my wife at night in bed. Four to five hours later, I'm thinking of Bobby Lashley. (laughs) (laughs) And it was like legitimately that long of a pause, which made it that much fun. Like the comedic timing of that was hilarious. Um, No, no punches thrown during during the face off there. Bobby Bobby just says he's going to talk to his manager about it. What are you uh, talking about? Bobby gets an F5, doesn't he? Oh, yeah, he gets two. Yeah. He says he's going to talk to his lawyer about it, I thought. Manager, his lawyer and his manager. Okay, manager makes it more exciting. Um, But yeah, Bobby takes an F5 and then... Yeah, Brock he took two. I'm, I'm definitely fucked up there. That's my, that, that's my bad, everybody. <laughs> I don't have the greatest memory. Even though it was literally three days ago, and I think I no, I watched. I think I watched Raw live. I don't remember. I think I, think I did too. I think I watched all of Raw live, which is that's that's pretty impressive that's, because that's, Raw goes off at eleven. I know, and I'm waking up at four thirty. Jeez, dude! But Good it's, for you. It, the re, the reason is is because every weekend I fuck myself. Where I, and also and what else do you do? <laughs> and also I I stay up late. And then it, it comes time for Monday and I'm like, I'm exhausted. Take a nap when I get home and then can't go to sleep. That makes a lot of sense. Like actually the also the, the you fucking yourself part. It <laughs> seems like something you would do. Sounds like um, do. Let's see. Uh, which elimination chamber match do you want to talk about? Because uh, we filled out the rest of the elimination chamber matches. So we are. Yeah, we let's, have let's all go six to men. Competitors. All right, men's. Because I already tried talking about it and then you cut me off. That's that's also my bad. <laughs> um, no, just kidding. Angela Dawkins 
like you said, had a great match. Yeah. I, but he like, lost. I, I like Dawkins, man. He's really good. It makes me upset that the Street Profits aren't a like more time tag team champion. I uh, think yeah. they're like two or three time tag team champions, maybe. Well, they they won the, they won them in NXT, right? Yeah, sorry, I was on main roster. I oh, pretty sure they did. I'm pretty sure they did in NXT. I think they're they're at least two time, and then it we'll put an asterisk on that because one of their title reigns was a uh, oh I'm the SmackDown Tag Team Championship champions New Day. Oh, I'm the Raw SmackDown Tag Team champs. Uh, uh, but we're going opposite brands, so let's swap the title. I honestly forgot about that. Oh, the only the only tag title reign I can think of from the from the Street Profits on the main roster was their Viking Raiders thing where they were like bowling and stuff. Yeah, I think they're I think that they're technically one time SmackDown and two time Raw, but I I put their SmackDown and Raw as one reign because they swapped title belts. Yeah, that's probably true. I don't remember. We'd have to look that up, but I don't feel like it. That's all right. I have two computers. Oh, well, while Joe looks that up, Damian Priest ended up beating Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford ended up beating Elias. So we have the men's United States Championship Elimination Chamber match set. But I think the thing I want to talk about the most is the fact that one of the profits won and the other one didn't. Are we worried about them using that as a catalyst for breaking them up because I don't, I don't think see that I don't think they should break up. I don't either. Like, I don't think that in order to build a single star, you need to break a tag team, a tag team up. No, look but at the new day. But WWE does for the most part. Well, that's what Vince McMahon did. All right. Um, their wiki page is saying one time SmackDown, one time raw. Okay. That's mean, good. Which means that they're probably, they've probably only won the titles once. No. Really? Yeah. Um, That's very surprising. Because at this this draft uh, took effect after day one, right? So I don't remember. Like the the draft happened beforehand, but the the it didn't take effect until after day one. So let's see. I'm just gonna read raw raw tag team champion. Okay, yeah, I guess I'm wrong because it says like, or I guess Wikipedia is kind of wrong. Because it says that they were Raw Tag Team Champions, and then they lost it to AOP? That Yeah, see, that was their first reign. Yeah. That would make a lot of sense. Because they got got the tag titles, like, shortly after, or maybe not shortly after, but, like, within the first year of them being called up to the main roster. And then they had another, like, time, I thought, where they got it from the Viking Raiders while they were on Raw, and then they did that dumbass feud and then they swap the titles so maybe they don't consider the raw tag title reign they just consider the smackdown tag title reign okay and so they, they consider won, that they, as the whole thing their first reign for of the raw tag team champions they took the titles off of rollins and buddy murphy okay and then they won it they won the smackdown tag team champions uh championships off of no, they, that's when they traded the tag team champions with the New Day. That's when and they won the SmackDown tag titles? I'm so confused. They didn't win. They didn't win the SmackDown tag titles. That, yeah, but that's, the, when they, that's when WWE or Wikipedia is saying that they quote-unquote won them. Yeah. 
I know. And then this says they faced RKO but lost RK Bro but lost through the Royal Rumble on the second night of WrestleMania. They once again failed. Money in the bank. Street Profits failed to win. Yeah, I think they've only ever won the titles once. Interesting. On the main roster. It's it, they just held it for a long time. Hmm. Well, that's uh sorry, big tangent. Yeah, I well, yeah, big tangent. A lot of tangents on the show, but I it's just very surprising to me that they only won it once and then they did the trade. But anyways, um, the elimination chamber match early predictions for who wins. Honestly, obviously do not count. Like I'm going to go ahead and say that who I want to win. And I'm going to like, I I can't remember all, all five men, but but who I want to win is uh, Ford Montez Ford. Okay. Um, so, so that's who I'm, that's who I'm going to go with right now. I think what I probably should have asked, the question I should have asked is with Theory most likely facing Cena at Mania, will that be for the United States Championship? So you're saying no. Or no cuz you said that's who you want to win. Yeah, so, I, I, but right now I don't know who's going to win. I don't so I don't think Theory versus Cena needs to be for the United States Championship. But I think they will do that, and they'll have Theory go over. Hmm. So I think Theory is going to win somehow. He'll probably be the last to enter the Elimination Chamber and just do dumb shit to win. I, I don't know. That's what I'm. That's what I'm feeling up to this point. What about the women's match? So we had. Uh, I I think we had actually someone on SmackDown qualify, but I didn't write it down but on raw we had carmella get the last spot in the women's elimination chamber match what about that that one's for the number one contender to face bianca at mania i think there's only one clear answer to who should win this elimination chamber and it's oscar i think so because, too because oscar versus bianca would be incredible yeah i definitely think that i was i was thinking that during on monday Asuka should definitely, and she was super fucking over with the crowd. Yeah, like Asuka should probably beat Bianca at Mania. Asuka needs a signature WrestleMania win, in my opinion. So yeah, that that would be like a great spot for that. Um, all right, let's do some not uh, elimination chamber things. There are some things that set up possible things at elimination chamber, but that has to deal with the main event. So let's get to that last. Two more things I want to talk about before we get to the main event. One of them is Chelsea Green and her Karen character. (laughs) It it works. It works so well. These I I, we we talk about it a lot. These these dumb gimmicks that just work so well and get over. Like it's going to get over as a heel gimmick, obviously, but she's going to do this so well, and I am very much looking forward to how somehow she's going to get herself booked into championship matches. Because of her threatening to call Adam Pierce's manager. <laughs> yeah, it's it. I it's like so it a funny. lot. It's so funny. Uh, I'm I'm just really looking forward to that. She, I, she lost this week, I think, to Oscar. But yeah, like I, I'm looking forward to how the character develop like, continues to develop. So it, it's still a work in progress, but as of right now, like it's it's working. Um, the other thing, JBL drops Baron Corbin. Down a fucking well. And Baron Corbin is now a lone wolf, Joseph. He's a lone wolf. Yeah. 
Chad would be so excited if he came back and to life. And uh, Baron Cor- Corbin was Lone Wolf Baron Corbin again. I mean, do you think that's where we're going with this? It's the only thing that that's ever going to re- get the return of one of the greatest entrance themes of all time. That'd be cool. Um, but I mean, it's it's the only character that's ever really worked for him. Yeah. Like, honestly, of his characters, the things that um, the things that stand out to me, Lone Wolf, honestly, like the best one. Yeah. Manager. Or uh, what would they call him? Like not concierge. constable, constable, Const- constable Baron Corbin, least favorite, but memorable still. Um, and then Sadman, Sadman Corbin, which is Sad- probably my favorite. Sadman is the best one. Yeah, is the best character. Best character, but obviously that was n- not good for him. <laughs> no, Lone Wolf, Lone Wolf will be good for him. Like. I think so too. I I think that was his best character. I uh, hope he grows his receding hairline back out and just looks incredibly greasy all the time. (laughs) If he just took like six months off to grow his hair out, it'd be funny. Or what they could do is they bring back his his younger brother um, and then his younger brother gets beat up by Kevin Owens for months and then eventually... What the fuck are you talking about? I'm talking about Elias and Ezekiel. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I had no idea you were going there with that. <laughs> because they, they never I was like, what the fuck, dude? Barry Corbin's young and younger brother? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh yeah, get excited for that, I guess. <laughs> Uh, and then the last thing for Raw, just because I, I think we're we're I think we're running a little bit long here. Um, we start no, we're not we're not at two hours yet, and we took a break. Yeah, we still have NXT and Dynamite to talk about, Joe. Yeah, but NXT is going to be a oh this happened, and then Dynamite. Not, Dynamite, not there lot, really is only one thing to talk about. But, not a lot of storyline progression. Um, the last thing on Raw to talk about is the main event: Bailey versus Becky Lynch in the steel cage match. We had the return of Lita. Very surprising. Does she live in Florida or something? I don't know, but Joseph, the big rumor is there's going to be one more match added to Elimination Chamber. Have you heard about this? Is it Becky versus Lita? Or sorry, Bailey versus Lita? No, it's Damage Control versus Becky, Lita, and Trish. Trish? Trish She was hired again already. Trish is apparently going to be on Raw next week, and it's going to set that match up, which... Brings me back to holy shit elimination chamber. How like they're they're doing all these awesome matches for the the pay-per-view before WrestleMania. Like if they're doing this for Elimination Chamber, it it's going to gr- the, the thing that I'm worried about is them doing this for Elimination Chamber, bringing back these legends, booking these mania style like these matches that could be at WrestleMania and them not doing them for WrestleMania. And having the expectation for Mania because of these Elimination Chamber matches being potentially so good, I'm worried about the expectation for WrestleMania being outrageous and it not living up to the hype. Yeah, it could happen. But I don't know. I have high hopes for Mania. I do too. But I mean, as of right now, yes, Charlotte and Rhea is going to be good. Cody and Roman is going to be good. But right Os- now, Oscar and Bianca is going to be good. Hopefully, God, I hope we get that. 
see i mean cena in theory rollins and logan paul i i guess like they they have other stuff going on and they're probably going to do another brock bobby match i hope they're going to add a stipulation to that fingers crossed for hell in a cell because that would be awesome yeah they could fuck each other up in that oh yeah that would be incredible there's going to be some other stuff they add but like i said it, it's I think my one big wish for WrestleMania right now is in the matches that historically don't matter, i.e. the matches with like the rest of the wrestlers in them. So like some battle royal or some big multi-person match that they put some stakes on it. Yeah, that that would be the only thing is like make it make it like be some sort of number one contender thing or for a title. Uh, The only title. Just like for Mania, like those those multi-person matches that they always do at Mania where they don't matter. Like the the easiest example is the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. But just put stakes on it for once, you know? Uh, yeah, that doesn't even mean anything anymore because they usually do it on SmackDown now. Yeah. It never did mean anything, but... But like still. make make the multi-person matches like mean something this year. That's what I want to see. Um... Anything else for Raw? No, I <laughs> I just had that. Uh, no, I don't. I, it, and it doesn't matter, but I just had the the memory of the tag team of Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt flood into my mind because of uh, be, because <laughs> because we talked about the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's wild. Um, OK, yeah, <laughs> that happened. Uh, all right. NXT. Did did you watch NXT? No. Okay. I, I I watched highlights. Okay. So the biggest stuff from NXT, uh, one, we had an Odyssey Jones sighting. He was there and he fucking lost to stacks. I knew you were gonna be mad about this. I'm I'm done. I'm giving up on Odyssey Jones. You're no longer a fan. I'm a fan, but I'm giving up on him. Okay. I think he's going to get released. Okay. That's that's my that's my thought there. Uh yeah, obviously I had reverse to psychology, nice. No, I I legitimately think that. I that there was no reverse psychology intention there. Um now after you said that, yeah, hopefully it ends up working out for the best because I still <laughs> really want him to succeed. I just don't think he will. He lost to stacks, Joe. He lost to stacks. Channing <laughs> stacks Lorenzo beat odyssey jones how does it make any fucking sense this is bullshit either way uh biggest stuff from nxt Ilya Dragunov is back uh he's gonna face off against j like it looks like he's going into a feud with jd mcdonough carmelo hayes uh obviously is gonna be going into the feud with braun breaker it looks like um yeah i excited for that i hope that we get Dragunov versus jd at stand and deliver like if if our matches right now are breaker versus hayes dragon off versus jd like yes sign me up and then the tag team division i don't really know what they're going to do with that but pretty deadly they ended up beating uh fuck who did they oh chase you this week mm-hmm. um now most of that had to deal with the hail getting kidnapped by uh joe gacy and his people what what the fuck are they called his try no his uh the the dyad uh, uh the schism. dyad is it schism yeah 
that's who she got that's who she got taken by they didn't know on commentary despite all of the the little smiley face things that were yeah if chase you doesn't do a taken uh taken scene next week oh my god wasted opportunity that would be hilarious that like if andre so doesn't funny. pick up the phone and say i don't know who you are but i have a <laughs> a very a, a very, very unique set of skills yeah holy shit that would be funny um and like yeah i i'd be really looking forward to that if they did that but regardless thea hale shut up and get off my t- my tv screen but if she gets if she just keeps getting kidnapped every week and doesn't have to like scream in our faces i i guess i could be i could be cool with that um right. go ahead no i was just gonna say let's let's get into the only really big thing to talk about here the main event the main event which was bad like the the segment was bad the absolute ending was i think exciting so we had ding dong hello bailey's talk show with toxic attraction uh they talked about the whole time about how it seemed like they were going to split up and then they kind of talked each other into being a tag team again and they looked at bailey and they were like maybe they they kind of hinted at like maybe we should just go after damage control and go after the women's like the the WWE women's tag team championships and looks like they made up they hold each other's hand uh hand up and you know i'm i i honestly saw, sat there and thought that was it there 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 were things i was thinking throughout the segment i was like oh shit they're going to break up like it's going to be official oh shit they're going to team back up they're going to stay in NXT they're going to have an awesome like one more run oh shit no they're going to team up and move to the main roster and take on damage control and, and by the Dane. Yeah, by the end, JC Jane super kicks Gigi Dolan, and yeah, they're broken up. Toxic attraction is no more. And the one thing I'll say from this is JC Jane, when she just started beating the shit out of Gigi Dolan, she had some legitimate, like, there, the one, I don't know if you saw the picture on Twitter uh, that Gigi posted, but obviously I did when. <laughs> When JC kicked her face into the door, that was legit. She fucked her up. Yeah. But it's JC Jane turned on Gigi Dolan. JC Jane, obviously the heel now. Gigi Dolan going to be the face, which I'm down for. Sup? Sup? Whoa. (laughs) I'm sorry. I wasn't paying attention. Uh, Joseph, that was unexpected. Sorry, I was I was looking up the video of of when the Rockers broke up and how this was uh, this was taken from from their breakup. So yeah, there, there's a lot of similarities between those two things. Yeah, and I just I, like w- while we were talking about it, I wanted to watch the video. So go ahead. I mean, I don't really have anything else about it. There, there yeah, is the I, obviously the obvious similarities between the two, other than there not being a barbershop window. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. There was a door. There was a oh, door. There's that. I, that has to be the only reason they brought Bailey for Ding Dong Hello. The fact that there's a door? Yeah. I think it's also because she's a woman who does a uh, talk show. Maybe. And they wanted to do, I wanted it to be like a woman segment. Yeah. I don't know. Uh I think it worked out pretty well. It's not what I wanted to happen, but it worked like if that's what they were always going to do, I think it's it's 
it worked out for what they what they wanted to do. I don't know. We'll see. Uh you want to move on to Dynamite? Close out? Yeah. Let's All right. That. Dynamite was mainly focused around the world championship storyline. Other stuff that we had on Dynamite was excellent matches. Um, it was championship something night. I, I don't I, I, I didn't understand this whole thing. The because it wasn't um, advertised like that, I feel like. Maybe it was, and I just didn't know. Dynamite championship fight night. Championship fight night. I just feel like it wasn't advertised that way. What was it, it for? It, like, so there were two championship eliminator match. There were two eliminator matches. One of them was MJF versus Takeshita. Yeah. And the other one was uh, Jamie Hader uh, versus Jamie Hader and the Bunny. Yeah. So both champions won. Which that's the only thing that I think uh, AEW does better than WWE when it comes to champion contender matches. What that does? Okay. Is it's not always the contender wins. In WWE, the contender always wins, and that's how they set up their feud. In AEW, it's honestly, it's it's I feel like it's 75 25 where the champion wins 75% of the time, which is yeah. nice because when the, when the contender wins, it's kind of a surprise, which is kind of how it should be. But yeah. the fact that they did two of them on this night kind of upset me. But that's beside the point. It's like the like I, I want an update on the bunny to see if she was really injured. Oh, I don't even know. I, I think so. I watched that today after I got home from that place and I didn't pay attention at all to that match. So I didn't even realize she was injured. Yeah, it was it was an ugly fall uh, at the end of the match. The ugliest fall of the night was that referee in the main event. <laughs> True. Um, before we get to that, because there, there, the match before it was also very good. The trios, the trios championships, the elite versus top flight and air Fox. It, it's tough to put a match of the night on this night, but no, it was definitely the match before that. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I had I, to think about it. I had to think about it because we hadn't talked about it yet, but I would say there, there were, like every every match on this card was very good, and Bucks versus Top Flight and Air Fox was obviously also up there. I'm still calling for Top Flight winning the titles this year. The tag titles, the four, yeah the 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 duos one, the regular tag titles. I mean, I think after last night, anybody could win the tag titles because yeah, we had the acclaimed versus the Guns, and the fucking Guns are the tag team champions, Joe. Yeah, no one wanted that. I surely didn't. I'm I'm very surprised this is the route that they're going. It's I don't know. I I struggle to say that I'm upset about it because you got to build stars and this is one way to do it. It was just interesting to me that it wasn't like there wasn't like a turn or there wasn't major interference or there wasn't like a big return or something like that that helped the guns win. It was just a ref bump or a heel turd by Billy. Yeah, that that's what I was expecting during the match when Bill, especially when Billy got in the ring, uh, he came out from the back because he wasn't there the whole time, and then he came out once the once the ref went down, and that's kind of what I was expecting here, and it didn't go that way. Yeah, but yeah, the Guns are the tag team champions, but the the night solely focused around the AEW World Championship, though. 
We had yep. MJF versus Takeshita in the championship eliminator match, which was excellent. And then we had the Labors of Jericho match, Danielson versus Roosh, which was match of the week. The, the, that match was so fucking good. Yeah, he's good. They're both they're both incredible. So I I think it's probably the second best match of the year so far behind Omega and Osprey. Okay. It it was that fucking good. Like it it was it was so good. Danielson wins, obviously, to set up it's setting up that that was the last one. We're we are on for the 60 minute Iron Man match for Revolution. Um I did see a funny tweet that was like we the sixty minute Iron Man matches. It was like, it was a joke, but it was like breaking news. The sixty minute Iron Man matches on AEW Revolution will start eight p.m. on March fifth and end at like noon on March 9th. <laughs> <laughs> just because they're doing an Iron Man match, it's just gonna yeah. last fucking forever. Um, I did actually see. I saw another funny one this week where it was like. If uh, it was like, what will happen if Comcast or Xfinity buys WWE? And it it was like, um, WrestleMania will begin sometime between 11 a.m. and 5 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good Yo, stuff. I just realized something. What's up? We didn't we didn't talk about um, the Cody Rhodes Paul Heyman segment at all, which we don't have to do now, but. It was good. It was great. Fuck. I can't believe we missed that. Yeah. I can't believe I missed that in my notes. This is in my notes. Yeah. Well, it's just one note that just is excellent promo between Cody and Heyman. Let's let's Which finish out Dynamite and finish out the show with that promo. Um, okay. Because we have to talk about that. But yeah, the Danielson and MJF storyline is really the only thing AEW has going for it right now leading up to revolution i don't really know what the fuck else they're going to do they're obviously going to do the revolution the face of the revolution ladder match uh-huh. um that's like a, a revolution staple but other mm-hmm. than that like i don't really know what else they're going to do but mjf cut this fucking promo uh last night that was pretty that was pretty good when he talked about like this uh he, he just showed how much of a scumbag he is basically with uh how he would get in these car wrecks and he had one point left on his license or whatever, like that promo where he's backstage and he talked about this girl live that he was with and he was, you know, doing 90 down the highway and hit a telephone pole, which looking back, I mean, uh, probably fucking kill you. And then he just switched seats with her. So that she took the fall for it. He's just such a fucking scumbag. The thing that I thought was hilarious coming out of this was the Twitter fallout from it. I don't know if you saw this today. It it, it turned out not to be true, but a lot of people were like buying into this. Like, uh, uh there was like three hundred people that called the police department in that town. What did they, what did he say again? He said, um, w- like in the promo, uh, wh- like wh- why did they call the police department? Because of this wreck that he got in, it it, oh. it turned out that that wasn't true, but a lot of people were believing it. Yeah, that it was the Nassau County Police Department. Um, yeah, which is which is where I'm from. That but most of the time. Yeah, so like they said that like 300 people had called that police department to like report this this thing, and people online were like, "Holy shit, MJF 
and his promo, like MJF's kayfabe is it got 300 people to believe that it was true. And like the, like all those people called the police turned out not to be true. Yeah. There was someone else that tweeted that like, there is some validity to the story though, that he told, I don't know the details on that, but I don't know. I mean, he's obviously a piece of shit. Yeah. Like actually, but we love MJF. He's great. <laughs> I don't really know what else to say there. We can uh we can get into this Cody and Heyman promo though. People are yeah, people who listen to the show are gonna be like the three listeners are gonna be really upset that we didn't talk about Cody versus Heyman. Yeah, when, when we closed out a raw. And uh hopefully they listen to this point. Yeah. So basically just elevating this main event for WrestleMania, Cody versus Roman Reigns. We uh we're on the verge of crying Cody. Uh, he cut a, he cut a pretty good promo, but Paul Heyman. I think the line of the the promo is Paul Heyman saying that Cody was Dusty's favorite son, but Roman Reigns was the son he wished he had, and basically Cody just saying that it became personal at that point, which he he chooses not to make a bunch of his feuds personal, I guess, and now it's personal. Yeah. Regardless, I'm I'm still I'm I'm very much looking forward to this main event. It's going to be great. I don't think there's any way that this match is not great. No, I I don't think so. Like, yeah, it's going to be a good match. So yeah, like, I don't know. I don't know what else we want to talk about with the promo, but it, it, we we do have to give it its its flowers. Like it, it was very good. I I honestly that was probably the best promo of the week with the MJF one backstage probably being the next best one and they were both very very good. Um but yeah, that was that was the weekly recap. I can't think of anything else to talk about. Can you? No. All Not right. A single thing. Next week then, Retro Pay-Per-Views making a return. King of the Ring 2000. I think I accidentally spoiled to Joe who won King of the Ring 2000 a few weeks ago. Um You did, but I forgot it. So, nice. Joe already forgot yeah. it. He's going to remember it when he's when he's watching it. When he sees who's in the semifinals, he'll probably be like, oh, I remember now. <laughs> but yeah, King of the Ring 2000. Um, don't remember if it's a good show or not, but we will see. And the final build towards Elimination Chamber and continuing to build towards um, WrestleMania, NXT Stand and Deliver, and AEW Revolution. So... As always, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DDT WrestlePod. We've been the Drunk Dudes, Dylan and Joe. And we'll catch you on down the road. <laughs>